0: As a mother, I want to nurture my daughters, teach them, guide them, love them, and send them off into the world as strong, independent women who build their own tribes, filled with close friends that they can rely on. What I don't want to do is be their friend. What I do want to do is be their mother. Unpopular opinion? Yeah, probably. But there's a disturbing trend that I see today of parents befriending their children in a way that blurs the parent child line in a huge way. And today I'm here to put my two cents in. Join me on today's episode of the Unspoken Cycle Podcast as I explore the bond of the bestie
1: child. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Unspoken Cycle Podcast where women of all ages and stages in life can find guidance and solace from life's everyday stresses. In each episode, we'll tackle a range of topics, including relationships, health, fertility, self-love, careers, mental illness, and more. Stay Stay tuned tuned. for valuable insights, personal anecdotes, and the comfort of knowing you're not alone. alone. Here's your host, Leah Vaughn.
0: Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Unspoken Cycle Podcast. I hope y'all are doing well. I know there's been like a crazy wave of snow and really cold weather in a lot of states. So hopefully if that applies to you, you are safe and also enjoying maybe the cool outdoors and um, allowing that to create a cozy indoors for you. I wish we could have snow over here. There's one thing I really appreciate and that is having seasons. And so I feel like, you know, we're living in Florida. There really are only two seasons here. Actually. Okay. Three seasons. There's hot and humid, warm and humid and cool. <laughs> and I don't know. I just know that I need to venture away from this area to really explore and um, enjoy the different seasons. I like my springs to be cool and crisp. I like my summers. Well, I don't like summertime. That's my least favorite season. But, you know, I understand summer is going to be hot, probably humid depending on where you're at. I like my falls to be breezy and kind of have that transition of, warm and cool. And then I do like my winters to be cold. I am the person who wouldn't mind living in six feet of snow. And, um, I don't know. I like wearing gloves and scarves and hats and big bulky jackets and layering up and cozy socks and slippers in front of a fireplace. Like that's just, I like that vibe. I grew up um, my grandparents had a cabin in the, uh, mountains in Northern California. And I just enjoyed that. I mean, we would go sledding and tubing and all sorts of stuff on their property. My grandma always had a fire. She had a wood, um, like one of those old fashioned wood stoves. And so she always had a fire going in it. It was always warm and cozy. And that was the best thing to do was come in from a day of playing out in the snow, take a hot bubble bath, and then uh, sit in front of the wood stove and get all nice and warm and cozy in my sweats, and she would make us hot chocolate and we would play board games and I don't know that's just how I prefer my winters to be. That is not my experience right now, and you know it's okay. I have to stop complaining. We chose to move here. we chose to live in Florida for a reason, and I guess the adjustment's just been tough, you know, so it is what it is. Last a uh, couple of days were kind of warmer days. But this morning I woke up, it was chilly, and I took advantage of it, threw a log in the fireplace, made a hot coffee, had some warm oatmeal, and yeah, that's that's it. But thank you all for joining me. Thank you so much for listening in. If you are listening in, then you know what my topic is about today. So I wanted to talk about this a while ago, but there were just a lot of other things going on and other things um, that came up that I felt you know, I just needed to flow with first. But I'm going to tackle this one today. I fully expect to be judged or whatever for my opinions. I don't care. Uh, If you know me, you know that I speak truthfully about the things that I feel. And hey, it is what it is. There's a trend and I'm calling it a trend because I feel like this is kind of new in my generation and in newer generations. But I do see a trend of parents, particularly women, um, uh, both, you know, committed relationships and single mothers who befriend their children on like a this is my bestie level. And I feel like that's weird. And I don't agree with it, uh, partly because of my education, um, just being a parent and family coach and also having a degree in psychology and understanding the family unit and the parents' role in a child's life, I don't agree with the idea of my daughters being my besties. I feel like my opinion on this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I do not want to be best friends with my daughters, and I do see this a lot with mothers and their daughters and there's a lot of reasons why but i feel like in my opinion as a mother i want to raise my daughters i want to teach them values and morals in life i want to show them how to have healthy relationships healthy friendships you know resolve conflict and differences of opinion and all sorts of things, but I want to see them thrive in their own relationships. I want them to have friends that they can go to, to vent. Not everything that they're going to go through in life needs to go through me. And I feel like I have had a best friend in my life since I was nine years old in the second grade in elementary school. She's my bestie. She's my BFF. Everything that's happened in my life, she knows about you know, there have been periods of time when we've gone our own separate ways and come back together. And when I think of friends, I think of my adult friends. I think of the friends that relate to me as an adult on my level. And I just feel like there's a difference between being a parent and being a friend. Now, of course, I'm going to love them, guide them, lead them, I want them to be able to come to me. I want them to be able to ask me for advice. I want them to be able to be honest about struggles in their lives and things that are difficult for them. But I want them to come to me as their parent, their teacher, their mentor. I want them to come to me for those things in, in a way that they're looking up to me and, and looking to me for that guidance. I don't want them to be overly honest about things that I do think they should share with their friends or go to their peers about. I feel like they should be able to feel that community and that support from good friends that are their age, that are adolescents or, or young. Um, I don't necessarily think this applies to adult children, and I will say that, or maybe adult children that are like well into adulthood. I do think the older I got, you know, the closer I got to my mom on certain levels. And then it was okay to have really raw, honest conversations and, you know, to talk to her on more of a, friendship level in the sense of things that I could relate to and and things like that. You know, as I became a parent and grew older, there were a lot of things that I could relate to more and more on her level um, of being an adult woman. And so I'm specifically thinking that this applies much more to like young children, adolescent children, young adults, you know, and I just see it as a problem. It's not healthy when I need to um, enforce discipline or be firm or establish boundaries. The last thing I want is for any of my daughters to think that they don't have to respect that because we're besties or we're BFFs or mom will understand or mom's not hard on me. So I can, you know, convince her to do this or, you know, I can get my way. That teaches them to be manipulative too. And it teaches them to not respect that authority. There's not one day in my parenting relationship with any of my children that I don't want them to respect my authority in their life. I am their mother. I gave birth to them. There's a different context of my relationship with them. I'm not supposed to be their bestie. I'm not supposed to be their BFF. While my door is open in all sorts of ways, shapes, and forms for them to come to me and be honest with me, I want to have a great relationship with all of my daughters, and I do. I do but it's in the appropriate context, in my opinion. I feel like failing to establish your role in your child's life as their parent and their guide and their teacher and the authority in their life creates really poor boundaries. I feel like it blurs the lines in that parent-child relationship. I feel like children – who are besties or BFFs with their parents tend to have a lack of respect for that authority. I feel like kids need to learn and be taught from us what friendships should really look like.
1: You're listening to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Embrace your female within.
0: I want my kids to go off into the world and be strong, independent adults. I want them to go off and have their friendships. I want them to go off and meet people and build their tribe and build that circle. And I don't expect to be the head of that for the rest of their life or the only person that they have the deepest connection to for the rest of their life. I don't want that for them. I know what it feels like to have great friends. And I know what it feels like to have a great circle of my own peers And I know what it feels like to have a good relationship with my parents who I love and respect and honor, you know, but they're not the same. And I feel like we do a disservice to our children by showing them that we want it to look the same or that we expect it to look the same. And then I also feel like it teaches them to feel obligated to take care of us and our emotions and our needs in that relationship. Like the last thing I want is for my child to try to fulfill the obligations that they think I'm expecting or feel like they're not being a friend enough to me or teach them to grow up too fast and be there for me emotionally in ways that they're not responsible for. A lot of parents that I see who engage in this culture of I'm besties with my child have issues of their own. Maybe they have trauma. Maybe they have relationship trauma or unfulfilled things that happen to them from their parents and their relationships, but it doesn't give them a right to project that onto their child. That's creating that cycle of dysfunction, and I've actually talked about that in a prior episode of The Unspoken Cycle, that generational dysfunctional cycle that we tend to um, encourage to continue even when we don't realize it. and. Having to project that onto our kids is really unhealthy, number one. And it's just really unfair to them because they don't know any better. If you tell your daughter when she's five years old, you're my bestie, I love you so much, you know, we're BFFs, we, we're going to do everything together. And of course, they're going to want that. You're their mom. Of course, they're going to love that. They want that attention from you and they crave it, but you're not teaching them the boundary in the healthy way. You're teaching them that you're everything they'll ever need in context of a relationship and a friendship. And that's just not fair. It's just not fair. I feel like our children have the right and should be encouraged to understand that Yes, I'm your mom first and then I'm your friend, but I'm not your bestie. I'm not your BFF. I'm not the only person you're going to have that close friendship or relationship with. I want you to have friends. I want you to have your own community and circle of people who you love to go out with and you love to talk to and you love to gossip with and who you can you know, go to when you're upset or need a shoulder to cry on who can give you that support. I don't want to be that only person for you. I feel like it's selfish, of us to want to be that only person that they go to or that only person they connect so deeply with, because we're going to fail them, because we are their parents, because we're not their best friends. And because if that's their expectation of us, we're going to hurt their feelings When we see that they're off track and we have to guide them back, when we see that they're making mistakes and discipline is the way to correct those mistakes, reinforcement is the way to correct those mistakes, we're going to fail them because they're going to think, why would you treat me like this? Why would you do this to me? This hurts. This feels unfair. I don't appreciate your opinion on this. We're going to hurt them. That's not fair to them. So no, I don't want to be my child's best friend. I want to be their mother. I want to be mom. Come to me as mom. Come to me as your nurturer, as guidance, as support. Allow me to protect you. Come to me because you feel safe under my wings. But have your circle, have your friends, have your peers that you can go to for everything that you need in those deep friendship connections. And I just feel like when it comes to having to discipline or set boundaries or redirect in firm ways and having to, you know, be that authority figure for them, we're less likely to be firm. We're more likely to be easily manipulated or pushovers or bend the rules or make exceptions. And frankly, in my opinion, just be lazy parents when we do create that bestie relationship. Because maybe we feel bad because we've been in their shoes at their age and we know it's a struggle. Or maybe they had a friend in their friend circle who wasn't nice to them or did something that was unfair and hurt their feelings and... Maybe we see that they've made a poor decision and we're trying to justify being lenient to protect them or to not hurt their feelings. You know, there's this, well, this is probably a whole other different topic of conversation for another day, but there's this tone of gentle parenting that a lot of people are, you know, trying with their children nowadays. And I'm not for it. I was raised in a home where we had boundaries and rules and expectations, and where we fell short, we were redirected, and sometimes that included discipline and hard decisions that my parents had to make. And whether or not it hurt our feelings was like, okay... This is life. Life hurts sometimes. Sometimes we have to sit back and think about our actions and choices, and choices and actions have consequences, and sometimes those consequences suck. And you know what? It made me strong, and it built my character in a way that I appreciate today. I'm glad my parents weren't gentle parenting me. (laughs) You know, but I feel like when we step into that role of being the bestie of our child, we are more likely to parent them in a way that's not firm when it should be and too gentle when it shouldn't be. And we make excuses on why we shouldn't be assertive or firm or whatever in in whatever ways. And that's really not teaching them anything. That's not teaching them real life. That's not teaching them how to have a thick skin. It's not teaching them how to overcome difficult obstacles Or things in their life that are gonna happen as adults. So, when we create that soft relationship with them, we send them out into the world as adults and they're not equipped to handle it. You know, so I just feel like there's so many cons to raising your child as their bestie. I feel like they deserve so much more. I feel like there should be an absolute clear line between being the parent and being a BFF. And I just really think that it's an opportunity for the parents who do have that kind of relationship with their child to step back and say, why do I need this? Why do I need to be their best friend? Why is that something that I think they need from me rather than being a fair balance of their parent and their friend? Now, I'm not saying you cannot friend your child. I'm not saying you can't be friends with your child. Obviously, that's a given, right? It's naturally, as mothers, we're going to want our children to come to us, to trust us, to lean on us. you know, but again, For me, that should look like guidance, mentorship, teaching, showing them unconditional love. That should mean also establishing boundaries and teaching them boundaries. It should mean a firm hand when they need it. It should mean a redirection when they need it, yet also means safety and comfort. And there's a lot of components of friendships that look like parenting relationships that we have with our children that overlap each other. But I don't want it to be blurred in the way that when you talk to me, you're going to respect me in the way that you talk to me. The things that you talk about or the language that you use or the experiences that you share. Not everything is meant to be for me and for my ears. You're not going to step out of the parent child relationship that we have because you think I'm so cool and so lax that you can just be totally free with everything that comes out of your mouth and your actions and oh that's that's cool. That's my that's my mom. She's my bestie. No. That's not what I'm here for. You know, that's for your friends. That's for your peer group. That's for your tribe, the one that I want you to build. You know, so I just feel like, why would we need to be their only closest friend in life? Why wouldn't we want them to have that connection and relationship with someone else? Why wouldn't we want to see them go out and establish those kinds of friendships and relationships?
1: Stay Stay tuned. tuned for more empowering conversations on the Unspoken Cycle Podcast.
0: Like I said, I love my best friend. She is my bestie. I feel comfortable telling her anything and everything. And I loved my mom too. And I was super honest and open and close with my mom, especially in my later adult years you know, before she passed away, there were a lot of things that I felt comfortable and just, you know, we were really, really, really close. But my friendship looks different and has looked different in my life. So I don't need to be the bestie in my daughter's lives. I want them to have their own bestie and I want them to come to me as their mother as the nurturer, as the one who they know is going to pick them up when they fall, who's always going to be there for them and love them no matter what happens in their life, who's going to give them advice and guidance anytime that they need it. My door is always open. You know, I'm always there for them to talk to, to seek advice from. I'm there to nurture them. I'm there to provide comfort and safety for them anytime they need it. And that looks different in a friendship that I want them to have in their life. So, again, if you seek that BFF, that bestie in your child, take a look inside and try to figure out where that's coming from for you. What do you need out of that relationship? So much so that you're blurring the lines between being their parent and that figure that they need and that authority that they need versus a bestie. I feel like a lot of the time when we are the highest point of friendship in their life that they will ever hold, I 100% feel like that always comes from something that we're lacking within. In some sort of way, we're unfulfilled. And either we're making up for it in our child, or we're using them to fill a void within us that we won't acknowledge or that we haven't acknowledged yet. And I do feel like it's a time to self-reflect. If you have a healthy relationship with your child, then this bestie BFF culture is not for you. I feel like that is unhealthy. And I definitely feel like it requires, again, self-reflection and figuring out why we think that's what they need from us. Why do you think that your child needs you to be their best friend, to be everything and a friend that they'll ever need? Just a question. And you may be listening and be like, Leah, shut the hell up. I have a great relationship with my child. That's just how we are. We are thick as thieves. We are closer than whatever. Okay, fine, great. That's great for y'all. But I still encourage you to look in between the lines. Are you really giving them everything that they need? And what is it in you as their parent? that wants them to need you as their best friend forever. <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting to me, but it does annoy me because, again, I have, a to- I have a great relationship with my daughters, and in so many ways I do not want them to look to me as their bestie. And in all the ways I do want them to look to me as their mother who will always be there for them, who will protect them, who will comfort them, who will provide safety and honesty and guidance. And that's what I feel like they need from me. And of course, that's going to mean having conversations where they can trust me and open up and ask questions. And, you know, I can give advice and and everything else. But there's a whole lot of stuff in their lives I want them to go to their friends for. I don't want to be the only person they ever call or the first person they call when they meet someone or when they have exciting news. Of course, I would love that, but I am not selfish enough as a parent to expect me to be the only one that meets that need for them. You know, I don't know. I guess I've just always kind of parented my kids with the philosophy of, I want them to grow up and go out into the world. There's something I say to my clients, sometimes, my coaching clients is, I know I've done my job when you don't need me anymore, or when you come to me less often because you're learning how to figure it out on your own. And I feel the same way for my kids. I'm not abandoning them. I'm not throwing them out into the you know fire and, and expecting them to just, you know, survive through it. But I do want them to go out into the world, and have their own lives. I do want them to go out into the world and experience things for themselves, you know, and that's what I want to teach them. And that's what I want them to learn. And I want to be able to have a healthy balance of what they receive from me and our relationship and what they receive from others and their relationships with others and their their other friends. I want them to have a friend circle that they can run to and turn to, you know? I feel like they deserve that. I feel like they certainly deserve to have more than just one person who really loves them and who can be there for them and who can provide that to them. And that's where I'm coming from. As far as areas that we can evolve in to do better as parents in the BFF bestie culture, I definitely feel like healing is a big piece of it. Looking within ourselves and finding out why we need to have that label or title or position in their lives? What is it within us that's broken that's seeking that fulfillment from them? Our children are not re- responsible for fulfilling us. They're not responsible for taking care of our emotions. They're not responsible for healing our trauma or any other void in our hearts and souls. That's not what our kids are for. So if that's where you're coming from, I certainly, certainly um, encourage you to do the work you need to do on yourself to heal that part. And then mindfulness. I just think we need to be more self-aware in how uh, we interact with our kids and the role we really want to play. Is it an ego thing? Is it I'm your parent? I'm the best. I'm the only. You know, that's ego. That's, That's something that's patting our own back and and saying, "Hey, I'm the best parent in the world. I'm so good that I'm all my my kid will ever need in their life for all of these things." You know, is that really fair to your child? What what if something were to happen to you? Or what if, you know, life sends them off on the other side of the world and and um You know, things change. Maybe you don't see each other so often. Maybe you don't talk to each other as often as you used to. Like, what does that look like? You know, I just think we have to be careful and uh, aware of our attitude and our actions with our kids. So that's my two cents. Whether you tuned in so you could criticize my two cents and and tell me I'm an idiot or you tuned in just to be a part of the conversation and hear some thoughts um, about it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I know that my opinion is probably an unpopular one. Uh, again, I have a lot of friends and people in my life that I know who carry this philosophy and their relationships with their kids. And I just see it as something that I don't agree with and I don't understand. Um, and I'm coming from a place of someone who does have a great, close, fulfilling relationship with my kids. So I feel like there's ways to be effective in how we engage in our relationships and the way that we're there for them and and what that looks like with, without teaching them to expect us to be the end all everything for them that they'll ever need in their life. I just don't agree with that part. So thank you again for joining me on today's episode of the Unspoken Cycle podcast. If you have not yet, please like and subscribe and definitely visit UnspokenCycle.com. There is a community there waiting for you Of all sorts of different resources, uh, blogs, chat rooms, and other women who are waiting to build their tribe too. I appreciate the support, even when we don't see eye to eye, even when you just listen to critique me or want to know what the hell I'm talking about this time. (laughs) Thanks for joining me. I do appreciate that you even showed up. Until next time, ladies,
1: take care. Thank you for listening to The Unspoken Cycle with Leah Vaughn. Remember to embrace your female within and connect with our community at theunspokencycle.com. Until next time, take care.